Hello, folks. Welcome to a special edition of Beyond This Earth. This is the Corona Watch. This is Novid Hollaback. And it's important to know that we're only doing this up. We're only doing this special to give you an overview of what's going on with the coronavirus situation, both online, offline, and everywhere else. What they're saying behind the scenes and what they're saying not so behind the scenes. The conspiracies around it and the truth that you won't get anywhere else. It is the Corona Watch. We're going to put it in five 15 minute segments. Well, well, five 15 minute segments because we're going to combine two of them because we have to give a timeline here. So this introduction does the timeline and we hopefully get this done within 15 minutes. And every five minutes, we will have a short pause to gather things together and to go into the next part of the first section. So we will have five sections, timeline being part of the sections, what we know now, and a short interlude into what we know, what, what comes next, China's future, the conspiracy surrounding it, and either side of the article, and what comes next afterwards, possibly for um, the coronavirus, for this issue with the coronavirus. Um, when we get started with the timeline, this is a separate show from the episode that we are doing for Beyond This Earth for this upcoming week. So all the news there, but we will have something about updates concerning the coronavirus on that show for updates concerning what's going on with the numbers and who got these particular things and whatnot as well. Hopefully, by doing this, you learn something about the situation going on with coronavirus that you won't find in other places as well. There's some strange little stories that I heard from Twitter and all the rest of these places, but hopefully you'll get the full story more than a lot of other places will do these days. And um, I know I'm doing a lot more with this the new microphone that we have that, but it's important that we get this done because I think it is important for all of us to discuss. Now, I want to make sure that when we get to certain sections, especially conspiracy sessions, take all of it with a grain of salt when it comes to conspiracy sessions and all the rest of it. There are some things I have to say about it. And I just want to give this disclaimer the views in that conspiracy session. And I will say it again before we start the conspiracy session are not the views of Guru Gothic or Beyond This Earth, myself, or anybody else related to each of these particular entities. I just want to make that sure. And I will say that again in the next, in this up in the segment dealing with the conspiracy side of it and what we don't know about it. I will explain that as well. So, before we knit, let's get through all of this right now. We did this recording at the 5th of March 2020. Now, it, things will change and has been changing real quick. Aspects of what we do know and what the World Health Organization and the CDC has updated with supposed future death counts 
we will talk about in the last part of the segment. So all of these things will come into that four and you will know about what that means. And then a couple of other things as well. I just want to reiterate again, especially when it comes to pandemics, especially when it comes to the flu, especially when it comes to all of these things, you must, you must, you must, you must wash your hands. Don't touch your face if you're sick. If you're sick with the flu or with the idea, or if you have this virus, please stay home. Longer than 14 days, possibly 20, 24 days to prevent reinfection. I will explain that later. So beginning today, this is the Corona Watch. Let's go through the timeline of what has happened. We'll start on December 31st, 2019. This article was posted on a website that is in the Philippines called DVX. On December 1st, 2019, Chinese authorities, this is the beginning of the coronavirus up to the present day, which is March 5th. Chinese authorities reformed um, the WHO China office of familiar cases in Wuhan City, Hubei province, China, with an unknown cause. Then on January 1st, officials closed the Huan Sea market. Seafood markets suspected to be the source of the mysterious disease, as some of the patients were presenting with the pneumonia like illnesses with dealers and vendors in the market. Then on January 3rd, China reports about 44 cases with the mysterious disease. Then on the 7th of January, China identifies a brand new coronavirus as cause of the outbreak. Coronaviruses are a large family of viruses that can vary from levels of disease, from common colds to severe fatal disease. Usually found in animals, some can infect humans and transmit through between humans. Both SARS and MERS are caused by a coronavirus. December 9th, China reports first death linked to the new coronavirus 2019 NCOV. A 61-year-old male admitted to the hospital in Wuhan with several underlying medical conditions. Apart from respiratory failure and severe pneumonia, the patient also suffered from abdominal tumors and chronic liver disease. On January 12th, China shares the genetic sequence of the novel coronavirus, helping countries testing and tracing any potential infected people. Thailand reports its first imported case of N1, 2019 NCOV. The patient, a 61-year-old woman from Wuhan, did not report visiting the Huan Seafood Market. China reports second death linked to NCOV 2019. The patient was a 69-year-old male with severe myocarditis and dorsal renal function, renal function, and severe damage to multiple organ functions. Then on January 16th, Japan reports another imported case of NCOV 2019. The Chinese national, a man in his 30s, also did not report visiting the Huan seafood market. Then, 
in just in the 17th of January, Thailand confirms that the second imported case of NCOV 2019 from the country, bringing the total expected cases from China to three. This is for Thailand. Chinese authorities report a spike in NCOV cases from 2019 NCOV cases, including the first confirmed cases in Shenzhen, one case, and Baxing, two cases, bringing the total to 204 confirmed cases. They also report a third death linked to the new coronavirus. South Korea confirms its first case of NCOV 2019 in January 20th. The patient did not report visiting from markets in Wuhan. On January 21st, the World Health Organization confirmed human-to-human -human transmissions of the virus. The total cases are now 222, including infections among healthcare workers. Chinese authorities have also reported a fourth death. WHO Director General Tedros Enom Ghebreyesus has convened an emergency committee on January 22nd to, to decide whether this constitutes a public health emergency of international concern. On the 22nd, the emergency committee defers its decision on whether to advise the Director General of the World Health Organization to declare N1 NCOV 2019, an outbreak of public emergency of international concern. The meeting takes place amid a significant rise in the confirmed cases of individuals infected with NCOV 2019 at 580, according to China's National Health Commission. The death toll has now risen to 17, which all cases are reported from Hubei province. You are listening to the Corona Watch, a special edition of Beyond This Earth. We continue with January 23rd, whose director general decides to not declare the N1 NCOV 2019 outbreak of public health emergency of international concern yet per recommendations from the emergency committee. The city of Wuhan shuts down public transportation, closing down airport and railway stations as of Thursday morning in efforts to curb the spread of the NCOV in 2019 virus. The suspension is in effect until further notice. Later in the day, another city is on lockdown, Hezu. Beijing cancels plans for Chinese New Year festivities and closes down the forbidden city. Another city, Huang, announces that they will go into lockdown on Friday. Singapore confirms its first imported case, while Vietnam confirms two cases. On January 24th, Japan and the U.S. confirmed second NCOM 2019 viruses cases, while Nepal confirms its first case of 2019 NCOM in the country. Total confirmed cases rise to 830 with 117 in severe condition and 25 deaths. Later in the day, China's National Health Commission reports 444 new confirmed cases and 16 deaths in China, bringing the total confirmed cases to 1,287. This includes 237 cases in severe condition and 41 deaths. On January 25th, the N1 
the the end cove 2019 virus reaches more countries australia confirms its first case in the continent with health authorities announcing three more cases later in the day france confirms three cases the first in europe malaysia records the first four cases canada reports its first cases Several infected countries also confirm new cases, such as Thailand and Japan. China, meanwhile, Chinese government reports 688 new cases, bringing the total to 1,975. Cases with severe conditions at 324 and deaths at 56 total. Hong Kong, meanwhile, raises response to the NCOV virus to highest level to spreading all flights from to and from Wuhan. On the 26th, they report another 719 new confirmed cases of the NCOV, <clears throat> significantly raising the total number to 2,801. It includes 461 severe cases and 80 deaths. The National Health Commission in China recommends use of using HIV drugs as a treatment against NCOV, and sciences globally start efforts to look for effective treatment and preventive therapy. Chinese Center of Disease Control and Prevention also starts developing a fast team against NCOV. In circular, Chinese Ministry of Civil Affairs shares charities and volunteer organizations not to send seven volunteers to Hubei province and the ongoing, amid the ongoing coronavirus epidemic. On the 27th, the chief of WHO travels to Beijing to meet with government and other health officials for the outbreak response. Hong Kong denies entries to visitors with travel history from Hubei province, China, in the past 14 days. Authorities in Hubei suspend passport application and the provisions of entry and exits from the part to contain the spread of the virus. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation commenced $10 million for the 2009 NCOV outbreak in China and screening an outbreak preparedness in Africa. Cambodia, Germany, and Sri Lanka also confirmed their first cases of the NCOV. In its latest update, China's National Health Commission reports 1,771 new confirmed cases, more than double the cases in January 26. It raises the confirmed China cases to 4,515 with 976 severe cases, 106 deaths, and 4,580 cases globally. On the 28th, Tedros meets with Xi Jinping, the president of China, in Beijing to discuss the developments of the COVID, of the COVID outbreak. China agrees with Hu to send international experts to help to increase global understanding of the outbreak and guide response efforts. Africa prepared for a spread of NCOV 2019 as the number of confirmed cases in China rises up to 5,974 with 132 deaths. Confirmed cases globally now overreaches 6,000. And this is the timeline as of right now. We're going to stop here. This is the end of the first segment. We're in the second segment, we will continue with parts of the timeline and talk about the rest of the situation with what we do know right now. You're listening to special edition of Beyond This Earth, Corona Watch, right after this.
We are continuing the timeline. This is the special edition of Beyond This Earth, the Corona Watch, a look into the coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. This is Novid Hollaback. We continue with the timeline, January 29th. Tedros decides to reconvene the International Health Regulations Committee on Thursday of the 29th for advice on whether to declare the N1 NCOV 2019 an outbreak of a public health emergency of international concern. The announcement just comes a week after he initially refrained from the controversy, from the from making that particular statement accurate, from calling it an emergency. As cases grow in number into more countries, the virus reached the Middle East for the first time, with the United Arab Emirates reporting cases of a family of four. Finland also reports its case. Meanwhile, several countries prepared to repatriate people from Wuhan and multiple airlines suspend or restrict flights to and from Chinese cities as confirmed cases in China continue to rise. On the dirtieth, then the WHO Director General declares a public health emergency for COVID, noting the potential spread of the virus from countries with weak health systems. On the 31st, more countries apply for border control measures against foreign nationals in recent viral history from China, just as confirmed cases in China reach 11,791. The U.S. declares the outbreak a public health emergency domestically. The U.K., Russia, and Sweden, and Spain also confirmed their first in cold 2019 cases. In China on February 1st, confirmed cases now reach 4,380 and the death toll rises above 300. February 2nd, the, COVID, the first NCOV death outside of China was reported in the Philippines. The patient was a 44-year-old Chinese male and known companion of the 38-year-old woman who tested positive for the virus on January 30th and the first case in the Philippines. It also imposes a travel ban for travelers coming in from China, Hong Kong, and Macau, and a 14-day quarantine period for Philippine residents. On the third, China launches a critical trial of Glee's antiviral drug Renanivir, previously tested for changes with Ebola against the virus. Just as Huxing Hospital in Wuhan starts operations, the hospital was built in 10 days and is dedicated for treating the in-cold patients. Hong Kong reports his first death with a patient on February 4th with the virus. The 39-year-old man had travel history from Wuhan and the outbreaks at Percenter. This is the second death linked to the virus outside of mainland China after the Philippines. On the 5th, 10 passengers from a cruise ship currently that was docked in Yokohama, Japan, test positive for N1 NCO 2019, bringing the total cases in Japan now to 35. On the 6th, Japan announced a $10 million contribution to the WHO's Outbreak Response Fund to support countries with weak health systems as they prepare for the potential spread of the virus. On the 7th, the Asian Development Bank approves $2 million to support response capability efforts against the virus in the Asia-Pacific region. The fund will supplant the bank's technical assistance work in several southeastern countries as well as China. 
Confirmed cases in Japan drop, uh, jump off to 86 as the number of infected rises to 62 in, inside the cruise ship dump in Yokohama. On February 8th, in a press conference, they criticized the levels of misinformation as a WHO director, saying we're not just battling the virus, we're also battling the trolls and conspiracy theorists to push misinformation and undermine the outbreak response. The death toll rises on February 9th. It's now over 800, surpassing the death toll of the SARS epidemic in 2002 and 2003, which killed 773 people. February 10th, an advanced team for the Wu-led um, COVID international mission leads for China. COVID, then, the Wu changes the name of coronavirus to, to COVID-19. Then on the 12th, the number of countries outside of China reporting cases has not changed since February 4th. Then on February 13th, overnight China reports of spiking cases with one down with one 1,440 cases in Hubei province. This is due to the fact that the Chinese government changes reporting to include both laboratory agencies and clinically diagnosed cases. You're listening to a special edition of the coronavirus outbreak, the Corona Watch on Beyond This Earth. This is Nova Hollaback. Timeline continues February 14th. China reports that 1,716 health workers have contracted COVID-19 and six of them have died. Then, on the 15th, France reports the first death from COVID-19 outside of Asia, an 80-year-old tourist from Hubei province. Then, on the 16th, an American woman who had been on that cruise ship dock in Cambodia tests positive for COVID-19 after flying in Malaysia. The ship originally set sail from Hong Kong on February 1st with 1,455 1, passengers and 802 members of its crew. Then on the 17th, China published a paper with detailed information on more than 440,000 confirmed cases of COVID-19. February 18th, there there were currently 92 documented cases in 12 countries other than China where human-to-human transmission of the virus has occurred. On February 19th, the death toll increases to 2,000. On February 29th, Peng Yuya, a 29-year-old respiratory doctor in Wuhan, dies from COVID-19. Iran reports five cases of COVID-19 in two days, two of which have resulted in death. South Korea sees spikes in cases, bringing its total count to 104. On February 21st, Jude said it concerned about the rapid spread of COVID-19 in Iran, which 18 cases have seen four deaths and in the past two days. Who's account six special envoys to provide strategic advice and high-level political advocacy and engagement in different parts of the world? February 22nd, who conducts a survey in African countries to assess their readiness for overall COVID-19 and finds the regional readiness level is about 66%. 
On February 23rd, the president, Jong Jae-ling, announces the highest level of emergency as the country surpasses 340 cases of COVID-19, the majority of which was discovered in the past few days. On the 24th, they continue to talk about the potential pandemic and so on. Then it gets larger from there. And as you can see on the 26th, Brazil confirms its first case. On the 27th, the infections start to globally grow and went to 3,474, 54 deaths outside of China. Then the World Health Organization raises the global risk spread of COVID-19 from high to very high. This is on February 28th. Then on the 29th, the World Health Organization updates its guidance on travel restrictions. Then... We go to March 1, the United Nations releases $15 million of its Central Response Fund to the World Health Organization and UNICEF to protect vulnerable countries in areas including monitoring the spread of COVID-19, investigating cases, and operating national laboratories. On March 2nd, the United States commits $37 million from its Emergency Reserve Fund of Contagious Infectious Disease at the U.S. Agency for International Development to countries affected by COVID-19 or high risk of its spread. The World Bank Group commits $12 billion in immediate support to help countries strengthen health systems and help cope with the economic impact of the COVID-19 outbreak. March 4, the Global Fight to Fund AIDS, Tuberculosis, and Moralia says countries may use savings from their assisting grants for COVID-19 response to with a limit of 5% of the grant's total value. Poland then reports its first case of COVID-19. And so, on March 5th, the International Monetary Fund Chief Christiana Jovita says emerging market and low-income countries dealing with our at-risk of COVID-19 will have access to $50 billion throughout its IMF's rapid distributing emergency financing facilities. 20% of this, or $10 billion, is available at 0% interest for those lowest-income countries. So that is pretty much the timeline today. You're listening to coverage of the Corona Watch, uh, a coronavirus, excuse me, called the Corona Watch, will be, uh, this is Nova Hollaback, we continue in just a minute. Let's go to what is going on. So far, what we know in Washington state, as of Monday, 27 people tested positive for COVID-19 and nine had died in that state alone. That's Washington state, Seattle, and other places as well. We also know that President Trump's response to the coronavirus is similar in kind, although not into a gray. Some say that he's minimized the threat. It's a minimalizer of the threat. Third woman from Florida with coronavirus services in Hillborough County is the sister of an infected woman. The coronavirus epidemic has some of the rebel fighters from the world's biggest cities with fears of the highly contagious virus emptying cafes, public squares in the streets of China, South Korea, Japan, and Italy. The coronavirus has raised questions about what to do with the 2020 Olympics will take place as originally scheduled. 
Tuesday, Japan Olympic Minister Seiko Hashimoto clarified that the events contracts at the Olympics need to be held at some point during the 2020 calendar year. The contract does not state that the games need to take place during specific weeks or months. So there could be at least a week to two weeks to possibly a month delay before the Olympic Games begin. So open up those schedules for for fall. Gonna need that fall season, bro. Gonna need that fall season. There was some leaked footage from the BBC concerning um, bodies piled up at a local mortar in Un near in Iran. It's victims of the country's spawning coronavirus outbreak. It's located 140 kilometers from the south of Tehran. Um, is believed to be the ground zero of the Iran's epidemic and crucially a popular place of the Shia religious pilgrimage. Middle East correspondent Joe's current comments on the news post video if these are confirmed to be corona as videos claim Delta is higher than what the government claims officially 77 and they show these pictures. It looks like more than 77 bodies. Way more. Boris Johnson, from his own account, was in a hospital with coronavirus patient and shook hands with everybody. The Pope did something similar in Italy and fell sick. It's almost beyond belief, but continued handshakes may lead into the fall of governments, according to one Twitter handle. San Diego mayor is actually paying attention. Is in public for 14 days and not enough time for a quarantine for a month now. Straight up suing the CDC for their gross negligence is cherry on top. Um, San Antonio and his mayor will sue the CDC and other agencies for the release of the Wuhan evacuee into SA, that's San Diego. After a dirt test found her positive with coronavirus, they asked for three tents and at least 28 days of quarantine before patients may be released. So, we will continue with more on the coronavirus. You're listening to special coverage from Beyond the Surf concerning the coronavirus especially when it deals with what we know so far. We just gave you more of the timeline, the last parts of the timeline as well. We go with, we go to the next part of what we don't know so far. So that will be the next part of the segment. We'll be back with more right after this on this special edition of Beyond This Earth. You're listening to the Corona Watch. What is going on with this coronavirus? We'll be back after this. Here's what we cannot confirm about the coronavirus. Um, and the reason why we cannot confirm them, even though they do come from sources that have done peer review uh, work, um, some news sources there, we cannot confirm the veracity of these claims. Many of these claims were collated together by a user by the name of Luki, Loki Julianis, and 
Some of it deals with recent news and some of it dealing with past news. Some of it more technical than otherwise. But we're going to start from the very beginning concerning this particular situation. So let's start from here. Um, he said he starts here and another fun fact from the vault. These days, people call you a conspiracy theorist if you say there's any similarities between HIV. This is local. Uh, I mean, logo Loki Julianis, excuse me, from Twitter. Whose Twitter handle is Loki Julianis. Um, from between any HIV and Wuhan syndrome, but it was a common talking point that HIV and SARS one is similar cellular entry mechanisms. There's a lot of revisionist history that going on to the SARS vaccine was never developed because funding was cut off. No, more like you couldn't develop a vaccine that didn't cause immune dysfunction or pulmonary efficiency. Stop me if this sounds familiar. Then he continues, that's because these viruses are a little different. Once more from the vault, the more quickly your body recognizes the virus and tries to fight it off, the more likely you are going to die. For whatever reason, your adaptive immune system works against you. So the immune system just goes on the assault and then overwhelms the body and then kills it. Kills the body and trying to save it. Like how only 30, 40% of people who test positive for the virus present ever with a fever, but more than doubles that after they're hospitalized. Probably why China isn't that moved doing many autopsies. If you biopsy the lungs, you'll find some pretty pleasant bacteria, unpleasant bacteria. A, a medically curious person will look at how many people are isolated at home end up developing acute respiratory distress. Possibly not, probably not that many. Almost like the acute Respiratory distress is something you require at a hospital. And not like it really matters, as Julianis had pointed out from the beginning, test results don't really change what you should do if you think one has it, which is quarantine and wait around if they just start breathing. Julianis then continues, he couldn't figure out why the CDC was dragging his feet on getting out working tests. But what probably happened is they sent out some stuff to states and found that a number of them were sending back results that didn't match the CDC's testing the same sample. They also wanted to be able to do their own tests so they can announce success in treating patients with some expensive cocktail of drugs all manufactured by the People's Republic of China. And you're going to have to lower those tariffs now, Guido. He continues. Current talking point that everyone's going to get this and vaccines ain't going to work, which I had to read a couple of times to make sure they were going there. So the EDC needs to let state test for it so they can make a bunch of false positives and that we need open folders. As you can see, he's, a, he's more of a right-wing guy. I mean, obviously, when he banned travel from mainland child just a couple of weeks ago, he said he was overreacting. Now they sound like a bunch of conspiracy theories that say he's covering up for how bad it is. No, it's just the flu, bruh. H179 is just the flu and also kills 60%. But, like, how, well, 
hold on. So they continue from there. And then he continues again. This is from later on. But antibiotics, you antibiotics can't cure the virus. Yeah, I heard this all before, by the way. They're testing dead people for PCP, pneumonia, because death, that came back positive. I already saw one patient tuck away in one of their reviews, co-infected with a different AIDS-defining illness. This cannot be confirmed, but he did show some linkage to important to a mainstream sites stating the those particular things but we cannot confirm any of these things we are inconclusive on this you're listening to this special edition of beyond this earth coronavirus alert the corona watch we'll take a break in a moment We continue with Loki Giuliani so what he found. Everyone's going to jump the conclusion that the authorities were in the wrong care, but I've always been kind of suspicious that Giuliani is saying this. How uh, quickly folks were able to isolate the exact virus causing symptoms, which no one can, has actually proven, while other guys roll out tests almost immediately. Coronavirus, community virus, coronavirus cases anywhere other than Atlanta, Los Angeles, Chicago, DFW, or New York. Yeah, that's going to be a no for me. How thoughtful of what they call coronavirus in the internet circles, uh, 4chan and all the rest of it as Corona Chan, to skip over the largest travel hubs in the country. How can Winky Dink? Do public health authorities in Washington uh, County, uh, uh, county, uh, county want to talk about me through the process in excruciating detail how they even thought to test this guy? Apparently, they had a high enough suspicion to test him, but not uh, enough to close the schools he worked at. Easily overlook issues corroding uh, COVID-19. Again, it's not proven as of yet, but this is just conjecture. This is from uh, Gail Thurnberg. COVID-19 is incredibly contagious that we do see that issue there. The virus like, uh, likely remains active in inanimate services on paper, plastic, and metal for many days. There hasn't been tests, but studies on similar viruses suggest that human pathogens may remain infectious for up to eight days. Given issues one and two, the only way to avoid spreading COVID-19 is geographic isolation. Number four, the real story concerning the number of deaths and illnesses seems to be far worse than what China and what they're also saying with the BBC Iran is telling his own people and the rest of the world. She also continues, our ability to identify the new coronavirus is extremely poor. That's somewhat disproven. Some people get much more severe systems from COVID-19 than others. And someone has just said that it was debunked then others said, oh, it's now true. 
This is inconclusive. So now it's going into the inconclusive pile. China has been using geographical quarantine to hold down the number of COVID-19 cases. The danger with such a joint is right. Once the economy is down, it is very difficult to come back from the pre-quarantine state. A shutdown as a little as three months is likely to be damaging to the world economy. That means that commodity prices are likely to fall steeply. U.S. businesses such as Apple will find their supply chains broken. Debt defaults are likely to become more common, especially in China. The world economy is likely to be punished into re- pushing to recession without an easy way out to get out of it again. The longer this shutdown lasts, the more likely there is to be a major collapse in the Chinese economy. Planners everywhere have been guilty of putting too many eggs in one basket concerning China. Uh, on the other side of the argument, is an open secret that some security hires in real estate management in China are hired dogs. People in China really hate to see early being rocked up like this, want dogs punished. I'm actually surprised to see official Chinese state media reporting this. Many cases in China are settled out of court between private parties. Is it better? Is it right? I don't know, but I can understand why Chinese dance citizens want those being an old man to be arrested and punished by law. This is dealing with it, but they said it was a coronavirus issue. It wasn't. China puts out a drill video for coronavirus cartoon parquet to discourage people from running robots and American executive. Oh my God, dystopia. Instead, U.S. will just let COVID-19 spread now. It's already in the U.S. Wow, I heard about this, but it seems amazingly creepy and disturbing to see. But it's actually a um, testing ground for that. Uh, a testing thing um, to teach their... Um, First responders, how they handle people going, passing through the checkpoints, according to a um, Kaza from Twitter. You're listening to continuing coverage concerning the coronavirus, a special edition of Beyond This Earth. This is Nova Hollerback, a break right here. We continue with what we know so far. Um, Italy has blamed public events and closed cinemas and feeders fruit, even though the government has denied it earlier. Then a NASA report that the country will also close schools and universities. We have all these other things they are going through and continuing concerning that particular issue as well. Um, so basically what um, Juliana is going back to what Juliana is saying is that aspects of it has the HIV virus, parts of it, uh, parts of the HIV virus and the antivirals work, which I mentioned in the timeline there. Timeline also kind of confirms some of the other things there, but the other things are now in conjecture right now. So right now there are some certain updates concerning all of these things together. And when we get to the conspiracy part about it, it is going to be somewhat long. I'm going to keep it to under 15 to at least 15 minutes. But to let you guys know again, Julianus is saying that 
He's gathered all this data and is saying there are some conflicting issues with this particular thing. I am at the conclusion of what comes next in the next section will mention about what the WHO is saying the aftermath of this is and it's absolutely devastating best case scenario and we'll get you the we'll give you the link and a whole lot more concerning that um as of other things as well I tried to put uh, get both sides of the argument there has been a question about the racism that has been going on in that particular situation with the coronavirus and how they handle and and how Chinese nationals are looked because of the fear of the coronavirus. But uh, if the if the WHO is saying what they're saying, which I will get into the conclusion phase, which what's come next, which is our final segment, if what they're saying is true, then certain things are going to be done and it's not going to be pretty and it's not going to be pretty a lot of this should have been taken care of a lot earlier but now the consequences are coming to full bear so we're going to stop it here we're going to get into the interesting well the interesting part and i will mention the disclaimer again like i did in the earlier part of the show early part of the program We'll be right back with more of Beyond This Earth Special Edition Coronavirus Special Report. This is the Corona Watch. Nova Hollaback here. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back. This is Nova Hollaback. We continuing with the Coronavirus Special Report. We are on the Corona Watch. And it is the conspiracy what conspiracy uh, section, and I do want to have to warn you guys again, and this is the disclaimer again: the views on each of the articles and essays I'm about to say do not, and I repeat, do not represent the views of Guru Gothic of Beyond This Earth of myself who's doing the show or anybody that is affiliated or connected with Guru Gothic Beyond This Earth or anybody of anybody else connected to those two particular entities and other entities connected to both particular things. Now, I want to start with parts of this essay. Rents.com wrote this as uh, a guy a guy there wrote this essay here uh me thinks they protest too loudly on the behalf of lancet sponsors for a british foreign agency established infected with the noxious m virus what strikes me about the archaic medical journalist accusations is a lack of scientific rigor and more grievously pathological abuse of the english language the science of propaganda deserves better then in their haste to suspress online opinion, these same petitioners assigned blame for the present contagion on Hong Kong, as did the WHO in 20, 2002 with this boner. 
Scientists from multiple countries have published and analyzed genomes from the cause of aging to acute severe respiratory syndrome coronavirus 2, that's SARS. And they overwhelmingly concede that this was coronavirus originated in wildlife. In one breath, they again wrongly implicate the Hong Kong SAR as the source of the epidemic. The, then he continues here, as reported in the article series, the chimera was modified with HIV proteins as discovered by the highly competent team at the University of Delhi and the Indian Institute of Technology. One of the suspected microbiology laboratories in development of biological weapons whose synthetic biology since its inception has been related to Porton Down and DSTL, and DSTL, which explains the official pressures of Lancet in their crisis of exposure. The nauseous UK authorities apparently left behind a disinformation campaign by unsavory websites that serves as Asian provocateurs making erroneous accusations against the Virality Institute in Wuhan to justify the bureaucratic demand in London for sweeping censorship of the British press. So this is somewhat pro-China, but Continuing here from the burning platform from Zero Hinge, which usually goes on Zero Hinge. It appears that reaction to coronavirus have wrecked more carnage globally than the virus itself. Although a 22 to 3% mortality rate is nothing to sneeze at, it's not exactly a biblical plague eater, and virtually none of it passes the sniff test. There can be no doubt that the mainstream media is not trying to downplay COVID-19, but the opposite. But except what makes this latest remark in the coronavirus different from 9-11, weapons of mass destruction, and the war on tar this time is that the alternative internet is on board, even to the point of citing O'Reilly and media sources. In any event, healthy skepticism is not in those mind of not closed-mindedness, per se, because we might one day have a genuine pandemic in our hands. But coronavirus doesn't present the way you think it is spent if it's real. Instead, the hysteria has a sort of a Y2K vibe to it all. So I ask you, dear reader, with all the numbers of reporting regarding the contagiousness, infectivity, and mortality rate of coronavirus were completely erroneous, Dr. or worse, completely bullshit like the Russian dossier and the whistleblower behind Operation Ukrainian Impeachment, what if the Chinese were punked? What if every single human being on earth who ever has lived had coronavirus in their system one time and another map was exactly the same? What if SARS and MERS with similar styles pay off? When? During peak flu season. Because if all the fundamentals are wrong, then so will be the conclusions. Let's count the ways that coronavirus fails to pass the sniff test. This is the anti-side of the whole coronavirus thing. The hype. Coronavirus coverage, both in the mainstream and alternative media, the Gates Foundation, John Hopkins University, and UK's The Guardian. Y'all can't trust them, according to this particular reader. What about the time in the first recorded COVID-19 death that concerned outside of China? It was one day before the Iowa caucuses. However, it could be that everything we're seeing about COVID-19 is real, which means amazing because it could be the first time in decades that the media got it right. Maybe for the first time ever. 
and has reported recorded rise to written to disrupt the 2020 campaign. But after several tries to groom, we read down the page of the second death of uh, Washington State was a man in his 70s with underlying conditions. Again, not for the Steeza, but not the Pavon Clay Eater, as seems it to be presented into the media. We'll continue with a short break right after this. We're back on the Corona Watch. Sorry that we went a little overboard over there. And then COVID-19, we'll continue from this particular article here. But COVID-19, let's do 100,000 infected and a little more than 300 reported deaths at the time of this writing. And just just the John Hopkins numbers. But even if the report it was bogus and the mortality rate was high as 6 to 11%. And someone's claimed wouldn't that faulty reporting mean that the highest infected could be higher as well? And wouldn't that reduce the mortality rate too? Furthermore, if COVID-19 spread so easily, then why only 100,000 cases worldwide, especially considering that China is the most popular nation on earth? Now consider the aspiration for knowing as a mortality rate of 21% overall, 29% hospital associated, and 30 to 62% in older sicker patients. Honestly, it seems that COVID-19 has less more salmon worldwide than Joe Biden on the campaign trail. So they're saying that this is a conspiracy theory. It's all set up. It's actually a more deadlier flu season, as it were. Then they called the Diamond Princess and the whole roster of it. They control significant disruptions, and the whole rest of it, Trump and the economy. They're far better the popular in the, its conclusions, like they're far better the popular than COVID-19, like gays in Africa, for example, but advertising works. Who do you believe? It could be that COVID-19 could have been tweaked to be highly infectious, and maybe the elite Loosed it on the virus of the unexpected Chinese as an endgame checkmate and now using the media to hype it for all its worth. Or it could have been that they used the virus as a cover to neutralize protesters in Hong Kong. Damn. That's real deep. Again. Again. This is just Conspiracy theory, it's out there. Then we continue here with Eve Zane. China is rolling out NY5 masks, uh, a mask uh, vending machine embedded with rationing scheme to ensure everyone had access to masks and make COVID-19 scare. And implemented with ID verification, the machine uses image recognition to check if your face coincides with an ID photo. Tommy reminded that the oval Hickok Shell in the U.S. is a leading China expert at the Asian Society. Well, this is from Twitter, and they're talking about their own particular theories like this as well. Life slowly returning to parts of China, traffic back to normal. This is the other side of the thing. CDD, the CDC has stopped the closing number of Americans tested for coronavirus and all the rest of these things. And then he said, I'm old enough to remember U.S. Senator's accusing China of cover of coronavirus. We know exactly what the Chinese reader brother is. And they ain't you wouldn't mistake Cho Chu for Korea like you did. This is Carl Zah again. 
again, not confirmed. The, the conspiracies abound about this particular thing as well. So there were other things that happened with that particular situation. There was also posts done on uh, 4chan stating that this thing was planned in March and it seemed very, very scary. There's a link to it somewhere, but I don't have it in with me. I'm using a different thing as well. And they pretty much stated that most of the firings and the higher of most of the firings, the movings on, the decision making aspects of it has been um set up in a way where they're about to leave these particular things and um sort of and they wanted to move on into different particulars and so they said that the coronavirus they knew was coming and then they started setting things up for those particular things as well you're listening to continuing coverage from um beyond this surf concerning the coronavirus we're taking a short break here we're back on the Continuing with the conspiracy theories as well. There were some from 4chan saying that this is the pandemic. This is the end. This is the end goal of it. There was another post concerning on um, rents stating that this was pretty much the continuation of the whole women's thing. Me too. And a whole lot of it that they needed as far as to clean the earth, make it more suitable for the elite and that sort of thing there were other things as well connected to the h connected to uh, what is not proven as of yet there were a couple of videos they showed here from what is not proven yet as well um so there is just a lot of conjecture on this particular side as well. Um, other rumors abound saying that uh, who's infected and who doesn't get infected. Folks, I'm going to make this real clear, folks. In, in my particular eyes, and this is just an observation, but... There are a lot more to what they're saying than not what than what they're telling you than what they're not saying. And the reason why I say this is because every time we reach a point, okay, Iran is gonna say something. And then the BBC comes out and there's more bodies than dead people they can announce. All of a sudden, it disappeared. All of a sudden, the 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 numbers don't match up. Same thing with China. When we had this video out there from zooming in from uh, Simone Gao, we had this particular situation where she showed videos on these particular things that were more people dead than they said in their particular thing, in particular account. Then they raised the count, but it's still not what they're saying. They're saying it's eight to ten times more than what it actually is. And then everybody's saying they've taken all their money out. 
They don't care no more about entertainment and whatnot. They can do whatever. A lot of people are going to die. What the fuck have you? Let's get out of here while the getting's good. They can run the skeleton ship. We don't give a damn no more. We'll take over when we'll have our, the real people who know what the what the fuck they're talking about take over when shit gets taken care of, when all this shit blows over. In the next segment, we're going to talk about China's best laid plans have fallen to waste. And then after that, we will talk about what comes next. We continue with the Corona Watch. We'll be back right after this, after for this next segment, continuing coverage of this coronavirus thing, this coronavirus pandemic on the special edition of Beyond This Earth. This is Noah Hollerback. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. We talk about the best laid plans. Now, I'm going to read to you from Adam Thornsdrow, I believe, Adam Scrabble, Adam Townsland from AdamTownsland.me. He does deal with China and talks about China and the, somewhat of the anti China sense on Twitter. But he posted something up here, and I'm going to read two articles that were of interest of that particular nature. China's well-laid plans have come to nothing. This is what Mr. Um, Townsend said. China's people's operating system is originally decentralized. The relationship between the people and the government is a principal agency model. It is organized in a unitary form in a three-tier hierarchy. Central government controls the major decision and authorized appointments on advancement within the Chinese Communist Party. Since the economic reforms, China has deduced policies to loosen and stimulate the economy and implemented fiscal revenue sharing. Provincial governments enter into contracts with the central government on the total amount and share of taxes and profits to be remitted, provincial governments will then keep the rest. Then you have the local governments execute resolutions and decisions of the People's Congress and the Standing Committee of the People's Congress at the local level, as well as decisions and orders from the upper tier government. Local governments are residual claimants to local revenue and have incentives to maximize local revenues by protecting local enterprises. It is a setup like a tournament. It is very difficult to find the truth based on this. The process of transferring information from the bottom up, the decision-making pyramid is complex and requires reporting in each level with compounding points of failure. Citizens have no effective monitoring system for which the public can supervise the behavior of local governments. They must endure territorialism, departmentalism, and the fragmentation of authoritarianism. High economic inequality has weakened its immune system. It is therefore unstable. Part two, effects on crisis on citizens. 
China's rush for economic growth, helped by the United States, its lack of accountability and propensity to have for corruption has allowed disasters to become crises. When in crises, the regular competition of rituals are imperative and is utilized to transmit a perception of compassion, stability, and optimism, the continuance of governing and determining in the face of uncertainty. In a liberal democracy, a crisis has the potential to remove the incumbent regime or its leaders. However, there are other politicians or parties that can take its place. In China, a crisis threatens the entire one-party regime. A loss of legitimacy can have a sustaining effect, leading it to spill over in all areas that the Chinese Communist Party is involved in. Part 3. Industrial Accidents and Weather With the Sichuan earthquake in 2008, he mentions the, the, the earthquake in Sichuan, 87,000 people were dead or missing, 370,000 injured, 5 million left homeless. Journalists and forensic accountants look at the financials of the earthquake response. Over $12 billion in goods and services were donated to quake victims in the year after the 2008 Sichuan quake. In 2009, researchers from Tsinghua University revealed that 80% of the charitable donations at the 2008 Sichuan earthquake were funneled into Chinese government coffers known as extra revenue. In 2017, the Kiwon Waterway, 4,700 tons of untreated sewage were intentionally discharged into rivers in the provincial capital Guangzhou. China's third largest city with a population of over 14 million. 2005 Songhua River benzene spill. Benzene is a chemical used as a solvent and a cleaving agent. Over 100 tons were released into the Songhua River after explosions as a petrochemical plant reached Habib's water supply, a city of 4 million. We'll take a short break here. We'll be back. This is the coronavirus special report, the Corona Watch, Nova Hollaback for Beyond This Earth. Let's continue from what Mr. Townsend said. 2015, the Tangent Waterhouse Warehouse explosion, 700 tons of sodium cyanide were released. 115 firefighters and police died. The winter storm in 20, 2008, 778 million people, 14 provinces, autonomous regions and municipalities were totally blanketed. In 2016, the June and July floods, 1,472 houses destroyed, 21,000 square miles of farmland went underwater, a size equivalent of Massachusetts and Vermont combined. Now he talks about the coronavirus here. January 2020, coronavirus epidemic emerged and spread quickly from Wuhan City in the Hubei province. Um, from February 7, the coronavirus became a crisis within China. The approach of release was shifted, adopting a system called counterpart assistance from aid dispersal from top-down command by the central government to counterpart assistance in which the authority of resource calculation is delegated from the central government to local governments. Now, part five, he continues with the counterpart assistance. 
Counterparty assistance was incorporated into the Chinese system in the 1970s as policies or which in which designated developed regions used their fiscal revenue, agricultural resources, human capital, technology to provide into lesser developed resource poor recipient regions. Counterpart assistance is an administrative downtown downtime that bypasses institutional barriers. It's easy to initiate, but inferior to a centralized system in solving for externities such as corruption among local contractors, etc. Part five, what happens to the economy? Let's also skip lively away from precision discussions of trade and product, families, supply routes, pharmaceutical shipping, logistics diversions, knockdowns to Vietnam and such. I've written about that elsewhere, and your patience is not as possible, neither is mine. This is what was aside. China's stores and factories may shut down, but the clock ticks. Businesses must still pay debts with nothing coming in. They have to pay wages. Otherwise, what would people use to buy food? People have to make mortgage payments and rent, likely with no income coming in. Left alone, there could be a huge way to bankruptcies, insolvencies, or just plain inability to pay their bills. A modestly long economic shutdown, left alone, could be a financial catastrophe. China has no pandemic financial crisis plan that can forestall bankruptcies that were already being forestalled without causing a new massive downstream crisis. There are no mechanisms that flood China with morally houses money in the right spots, but not in the wrong spots of dashly corrupt provinces. Some additional two second to 100 degree orders that will radiate outward and inward. Monetary policy is about 10th order and the level of order rate rates about 100th order. He talks about these particular incidences that could happen. Dutch disease occurs when a larger number of external resources flow into an area. The influx of counterpart assistance will draw human and material resources to the non-retradable sector to the resource causing wages to increase. Because they operate within a competitive global market, the tradable sectors such as textile factories cannot adjust quickly to product prices and workers' wages through the market, market supply and demand. As a result, workers shift to the non-tradable sector, causing the tradable sector to lose export competitors in the market. For example, the building materials such as for hospitals or brick cement, for service to this industry or restaurants, barbershops, and other non-tradable sectors. The Wan devalues. China has to initiate a liquidity and stimulus package in the next few weeks in March and April. This will be a plan that lingers on the exchange rate. Let's take a short break here. We are on the Corona Watch, the special report for the coronavirus in information that you need to know. This is Novet Hollerback. We'll continue after this short break. We're back. We're continuing here. 
Let's go back in time to August 2019 when China's central bank coerced its currency to remember to weaken the seven remember to the U.S. dollar, offsetting the events of U.S. tariffs lowest traded since 2008. As a result of this band-aid, the pricing power of Chinese firms and export-intensive industries suffer negative price growth, and even more so by lowering wholesale prices to counter F U.S. continuing tariffs. As the pricing power weakens, they need to still pay interest on the debt and also increasing wages or wages to to internal inflation food prices. The devaluation increases the credit risk of Chinese corporate debtors who have cash flows and collateral mainly denominated in renminbi, but have borrowed from foreign lenders and counterparties in the U.S. dollar denominated debt. 800, 650 billion of these mature, give or take in 2020. The faster devaluation occurs, the more debtors will seek to convert their renminbi to dollars in exchange to limit their losses. A rapid drainage in China as far as its foreign exchange reserve. Local provinces will bleed out as they're caught between fiscal stimulus and their own budget deficits. Revenues in 11 provinces contracted year on year in the first half of 2019, and revenue growth decelerated in 12 other local provinces. Shadow banking risk inventory, long serving serve is massive and he is tired. The SM bank has a cash crunch that can't meet his, meet his obligations. Eight countries with bilateral relationships with China along the Belt and Road Path. Belt and Road Path such as Pakistan experience world blocks. Then social instability abroad comes home from China extraction the economy all over the world, social instability internally, a type of comorbidity. This point will explain why China's social credit system and this one about Hong Kong's can changes. So that is pretty much what he says there concerning that. Also concerning about China. Once confidence is certainly a loss, the willingness to expand debt and leverage collapses. Even though the first order effects of the COVID-19 pandemic are still impossible to predict, is it already possible to ask, did the pandemic pop at all the global financial bubble? The reason we can ask this is the entire bull many of the 21st century has been based on a permanently high rate of expansion, leverage, and debt. The election of the 2008-2009 global financial meltdown was clear. Any decline in the rate of the debt leverage expressions enough to financial financial bubbles. And any absolute decline in debt and leverage will unleash a cascade that collapse all the spectacle bubbles in stocks, real estate, collectibles, and so on. What's now broken is the certainty that central bank interventions will lift risk assets and the real world economy. We wouldn't be in such a protect, precariously brittle state if the global economy hadn't been ruthlessly financialized to the point where market dependence on central bank intervention is now essentially 100%. Once confidence and certainty are lost, the willingness to repay debt and leverage collapses, and that reduction in the air rate of expansion will pop all the global asset bubbles. Basically, China is screwed. It's part of this aftermath of this 
coronavirus event pandemic that is going on across the world. So folks, final segment coming up. What comes next? And there are a lot of things to come next. And then a final update on where we are concerning who and concerning virus numbers. And then the next time we're going to do this, we'll update you with more information as well in another special report that we're planning to do later on in the next couple of weeks. We'll be back with the final part of the Corona Watch special report on the coronavirus, COVID-19. On Beyond the Serve, this is Nova Holler back. We'll be back right after this. We're back with more on the coronavirus. This is the last segment before we're done for this day. This report, um, we have to do an article from uh, CNBC. This was on, done on Tuesday. The Fed announced a half a point rate cut when investors worried that the impact of the coronavirus. But in the eyes of one prominent market observer, the drastic measure intended to calm Wall Street may still fear. Jim Cramer said that the Fed J. Powell found to calm the market unlimited and ultimately the issue comes down to whether people can go about their business as normal despite concerns over the virus. It's terrific J's on board. But Kramer went on to say he probably been optimistic despite the recent Dow free fall, but the Fed's mood caused him to adopt a more cautious report. It makes me feel like, wow, the weakness must be much more than I thought, and I've been trying to be bullish, but I can't. He said, I'm now nervous. I'm more nervous than I have been before. Then they talked about in the other particulars uh, with um, Simone Gao and zooming in about coronavirus, U.S. reliance on China for medicine that was dealing with 80% of our medical usage and antibodies. And the whole lot of it is from China. 80%, folks. 80%. Not a joke. 60 Minutes talked about this a while back, and now it has come to fruition. And now it's come to fruition like this. From Trump's re-election bid to the BBI's re-engineering secession politics, the coronavirus is emerging as the biggest threat to the political ambitions of incumbents. Apart from being global threat, uh, global health threat, its political impact might be equally profound. This is from Twitter. Um. Something from Alt Market here. I won't read too much of it. Uh, until recently, the mainstream media has also been pumping out article upon article while COVID-19 is no more dangerous, no more dangerous than the flu. With a recent death rate at 2.3 to 3, changing by the week, the virus is already more highly mortality than the average flu. And we take into account that multiple medical professionals within China have revealed, despite the areas, uh, 
threats of punishment. The Chinese government is hiding the true and much more de deadlier death and infection statistics than the official data goes out the window. We can't even trust the numbers from the CDC in the U.S. because they've been refusing to test most people unless they have been recently traveled from China. Because of government lies, we have to assume that the crisis is more pervasive than we know. And by the average American, it's obvious to it. So he goes through many of the things here. Multiple community outbreaks in the United States. Washington State is a large community infection event involving thousands of people. The virus incubation period is up to 24 days, and while the pressure and contagion makes isolation and quarantine impossible, what's happening in Washington State will happen in other states. Travel lockdown. Within the next two months, we'll probably see a handful of government-enforced quarantines. Watch for tech points to go up among rain roads and highways, testing for fever and symptoms. And if you live in a high population area, it may be time to get out. The biggest threat may not be the virus, but the subsequent economic crash as supply lines get caught off. I find most people are driven by conscience than what we often see in movies and TV shows. But when our organization will move to be more self-sustainable, some people will inevitably turn to violence to get what they need. In the span of three months, the majority of airlines in the U.S. may stop. All interstate state travel will be restricted. If you need to go somewhere other than where you need to live, now will be the opportunity to do so. There will be hundreds of announcements from government and futures and media hinting that the virus will be right around the corner. Don't believe it. On average, a vaccine takes about a year to develop at a minimum. That's the fastest it can be discovered at this at this best possible circumstances. And we'll continue with more of the coronavirus special report, the Corona Watch on Beyond This Surf after this short pause. back with more of the Corona Watch. Election disruption, Donald Trump's behavior surrounding this event might seem strange to many people as he continues to dismiss virus concerns, shows more interest in the stock market and the health crisis, and talks about a vaccine that will not be coming anytime soon. He noticed in other articles that Trump is a puppet of the globalists and whole nine yards. Alternative media showdown, Liberty websites like his and others will eventually be shut down or blocked by view from the government. The extent of the crash, an economic crash is built into this event. There's no way around it, and I'm not simply talking about stock markets, which are a meaningless trailing indicator. With supply lines and labor disruptions, central banks can do nothing but intervene and stimulus measures will be pointless except as a placebo for the masses. But how bad it could actually get. He is doubtful of a total background of government unless there's a large-scale rebellion against multiple laws measures. The system will remain somewhat functional but constantly inadequate to help the public. The system's only purpose is to keep people inactive and in check as their prosperous turn worse and worse. Agencies like FEMA and the CDC will tend to herd the public into centers of treatment and can't in the worst hit areas. Gun confiscation 
on the grounds of national emergency provisions will eventually be suggested as some people resist. If you and your community had success with self-quarantine, do not expect to be left alone. In fact, expect interviewers that will put you and your community at risk. Finally, a solution will be prevented by the world by global institutions as pandemic as they did in a pandemic exercise. I should have put this in the conspiracy side here and stimulated a similar outbreak killing 65 million people and was staged two months before the real pandemic started. The Great Fish will be formed a global financial authority to manage the response and we begin to see the things called global governance. Again, conspiracy theory, but, but, changes of what is going on. Changes of what, again, I say, this could happen. This is not the opinion of this show, but it could happen. Partly did with the conspiracy thing and whatnot, but this is what the WHO, no, no, I, uh, Australian research team found out. Coronavirus is highly certain and global costs could be high. This is on the 3rd of, of March. As coronavirus spreads across the globe, new modeling from the Australian National University, the self-help policymakers respond to the economic cost, excuse me, of a pandemic and the virus evolves. The research paper with models seven scenarios is the first wild-raging global assessment of the effects of COVID-19. From the four of the seven scenarios in the paper examine the exact impact of COVID-19 spread to other countries outside of China, ranging from low to high severity. The seven scenarios examines the global impact where a mild pandemic occurs each year on an indefinite scale. Even in the paper's low severity scenario, the estimated loss to GDP is $2.4 trillion, which is more than 15 million deaths globally. Now I wanna stop here because they said that it's 15 million. That's what this this research team is saying. And they're saying, especially in the United States, it will be 214,000 people dying. When I look at their, when I skimmed over the research paper, that is astronomically high, astronomically high. We'll take a short break. We're doing the special report, Corona Watch, final part coming up in just after this short pause. Now, after this short pause, we're going to the final part here. So he's, that's what they said here. The cost shall rise sharply as the level of severity increases with the highest potential part cost the global GDP at $9 trillion US dollars. The office calls for a coordinated positive response to the virus as well as greater investment in public health in all countries. 
The research is done by Professor Walrick Kabilin and PhD candidate Roshan Fernando, both of the ANU Crawford School of Public Policy and the ANU Center of Excellence in Population Aging and Research. Bills on Professors McKibben's modeling of the economic impact in 2002-2003 SARS and 2006 flu pandemics, the H1N1 virus. The findings provide important information about a range of possible economic costs and disease in 20 countries and four regions, including the OCD, ECD, and Asia. The paper examines six economic centers, including manufacturing, energy, and mining. In a highly severe scenario, the estimated cost to Australia in 2020 is at least 103 billion U.S. dollars with many deaths. Under the same scenario, the global impact is dire. China's loss to GDP in 2020 is estimated at $1.6 trillion. The United States is $1.7 trillion. Japan, half a trillion. In India, half a trillion as well. Our scenarios, according to Mr. Kibben said, shows that even a contained outbreak could significantly impact the global economy in the short term. In a case where the COVID develops into a global pandemic, our research suggests that the cost can escalate quickly. Even in the best case scenario of a low severity impact, the economic fallout is going to be enormous and countries need to work together to limit the potential damage as much as possible. This is particularly the case when it comes to the potential loss of life. The research aims to provide guidance to policymakers. One study concerning continuing from McKibben was saying that possible costs can be avoided in global and co cooperative investment in public health in all countries. There needs to be a vast more investment in public health and development, especially in the poorest countries. All major countries need to participate actively. It is too late to close borders once the visa is taken hold in many countries and a global pandemic has started. So ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the show, the end of the program. I hope you learned something new and learned something different in this particular program that no one else has been talking about. We've gone through at least just 1% of what both the mainstream media and the alternative media and all the outsiders and the insiders are talking about concerning China and all the rest of them. I hope you get an understanding that this is extremely serious and you need to take care of yourselves as much as possible, your family and your community as well. That means, again, I go back to this again. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Get a mask if you're sick. Stay home more than 14 days. Make sure if nothing is available today, get alcoholic use, uh, get alcoholic sanitizers. Make sure you have something to cover your face if you're sick and you have to go to work. Get a backup plan and an escape plan if things really go south. This is serious. Let us go through the final numbers. Before we are done today, final numbers. I don't want to go there. It is now at 97,885, nearly a down 100,000. Most for mainland China, South Korea at 6,000.
Italy at 3,800. Iran at 3,500. Others at 706. Germany at 482. France at 377. Japan 360. Spain at 259. The US now at 211. Singapore at 117. UK 115. 114. Switzerland and 105. Hong Kong. 3,348 deaths with 150. With 53,796 recoveries, most of the deaths in mainland China, 35 deaths in South Korea, 6 deaths in Japan, 6 and others in France, 6 deaths in France, and others there, 4 deaths in there. And as of right now, there was at least 11 deaths as we last counted in America. Now maybe 12. As you're listening to this recording, and it will increase even further. That's why we're doing an update on the main show as the last segment. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something new. I hope that all of you take care of yourselves. Godspeed to all of you. We might do another one in two weeks if things get worse. We've updated timelines and what else is going on, but it will be a lot shorter. This is just the beginning. And I hope we will do more specials like this in the future concerning this particular incident. The coronavirus is a serious event and we need to take care of ourselves and make sure that everybody in our families and everywhere are safe. Again, thank you for listening. Novit Hollaback from Beyond This Earth. Take care of yourselves. We will see you guys soon. You have been listening to this Special presentation, special report on the coronavirus, COVID-19, the Corona Watch. We'll be back next time. Take care, and we'll see you soon.